This is a 30-second stereo radio for Trade School in the Home Depot. Spot code YHTFD00RGA0. Spot title, Project Planning Homeowner 101. So you're ready to tackle a home improvement project on your own. Let's make a plan. Take a free workshop from the Home Depot and get live help from our expert associates. Whether you're upgrading your kitchen or overhauling your bathroom, we'll provide everything you need to get started. You'll know what to look for and what to avoid, so you can take on any project with confidence. Homeowner 101 Livestream Workshops from the Home Depot. How doers get more done. Register now at homedepot.com slash workshops. Bring them out, bring them out, bring them out, bring them out. Welcome into The Drive with A.D. and Raph. Former Husker football national champion, speaker, and author, Aaron Davis. Nebraska will win the national championship. The Cornhuskers beat Miami. It is history, 13-0, and bring that trophy back to Lincoln. Former Arena Football League quarterback, former head coach of the Capital City Crush, and guru of Husker football history, Chris Rapp. 25 straight wins for the Cornhuskers. One of the most dominating stretches college football history we may have seen one of the best teams in the history of college football tonight brought to you by sand hills global on 93.7 the ticket and the ticket fm.com all right everybody we're back again it's the drive on 93.7 the ticket it is wednesday we have ad via satellite ad i gotta know is, is louis there at your feet or is he still sleeping Oh, he's got to, you got to unmute it, unmute it, unmute that little, little tab there at the bottom. There you go. Unmute. There we are. All right. He he always cautious about the mute when we're on, uh, on commercials, you don't, you know, (laughs) dogs barking and everything like that. Uh, no, Louis still, he's, he's up, he's over there. I think he's got his Husker outfit, his Husker uh, jersey on today, man. (laughs) (laughs) Louis excited about the, the Rayola hire. Hey, woman, get to that. It was so cold out there, man. He used the bathroom in about 1.2 seconds. He was like, I'm out. (laughs) (laughs) Just practicing. Hey, I was. I was. I just said he's practicing his lead blocking, getting ready to play a little fullback next year. Dude. What? Okay, Raph, you had some good points in the spillover, number one. Some great points. Uh, And it seemed like I was was kind of reading the text line a little bit. Nick, it sounds like some people, I mean, are just livid. Yeah, people aren't too Talk happy. To people aren't too happy. I, I I mean, people were replying to my tweet last night about it as well. Um, like, I was waking up throughout the night, and I would look <laughs> over at my phone to see what time it is, and I would have more replies mm-hmm. on my tweet on how pissed off people were that Donovan Raiola was being retained. And wow. I understand it because the offensive line was atrocious, but that's, in my opinion, that's the lazy approach to this thing that's the lazy way to view it um I think you can you can blame Donovan Raiola for the lack of progress from game one to game 12 that's fine I I think that's that's whose fault it is right because he's the leader but when you look at what he inherited and and if you want Husker fans have been notorious for you know saying head coaches that when they get here the cupboards are bare and that's why they need time that's fine, mm-hmm. but that that also has to reign true, and you have to be okay with that as for position coaches as well. Because if you look at the offensive line and you look at what Donovan Raiola was welcomed with, 
in the offensive line room uh-huh. when he got here. It, the offensive line has not been a priority for Husker fan or for for Husker football. It just hasn't been. And and, and I would also add that I think that uh, to to not be patient, but to give Donovan Raiola a second chance under somebody else not named Scott Frost. I think it's I think it's going to be different when Nebraska begins to recruit. More specifically, Donovan Raiola begins to recruit guys that don't sit or don't fit a perfect or a specific profile or a specific frame. Mm-hmm. Like I think that's important to think that maybe Donovan Raiola didn't have the entire uh, call when it came to recruiting offensive linemen. Which, if you're the offensive mm-hmm. line coach, that should be your job. And I don't think it was at times. And so I, that's that's where it's like I, I think the lazy thing to do as a fan would be to look at this and go, ah, oh, damn, you know, the offensive line sucked last year. Yep. Casey couldn't get – Casey on. had no time. Right. Running back sucked because the offensive line couldn't block and, and guys were getting trampled over. Well, you also have to take into account that they had Nuri suspended. They were out their top two uh, offensive linemen because of injuries. Like – and and frankly, the evaluation and development at offensive line has been subpar to say the best, to say the least. So it's like, I, I think I think we just kind of need to take a step back and say, um, to to give Donovan Royal an, an opportunity to do his own thing. Number one, and uh, and number two, also just to uh, I, not even give it time, just like allow Donovan to to have it. I, he's one of the hardest working guys in the room. He was on the previous staff. He is on this staff, and that's why I'm not surprised he's retained because he fits the characteristic profile that Matt Rule talks about. And at the end of the day, it's it's Matt Rule's coaching staff that he's putting together. There's no way that if Donovan Rayola did not fit what Matt Rule wants to do as an offense, that he would be on the staff right now. We've seen it with all with all the other coaches that yeah. that have been let go. So what it, what I see is. Donovan Rayola fits Matt Rule's vision for what he wants the Nebraska offense to be, the offensive line to be, and that's that's why he's why he's back at Nebraska. It's not, there, I don't think there's like any handouts going on to where it's like, well, you're you're the last offensive line coach and you know, save me some work so I don't have to you know bring in another offensive line coach. I don't think that's it one bit. I think it's more the factor that they met, their philosophies fit. And it's it's a cohesive mm-hmm. you know a cohesive offensive unit like I said on the spillover because I just felt last year last year's offensive staff it just felt like it was just a back to the potpourri you know it was just you had you know Mickey from LSU you had Applegate from Texas you had Whipple from Pittsburgh and you were bringing all these guys in and you were throwing them in you were all throwing them basically throwing it off the wall and saying well maybe something will stick here yeah and that, I would just felt like there was no cohesiveness this year. I, I feel it's different because Rule has had the opportunity to where he's where he gets to interview, you know, an offensive, you know, you know, a quarterbacks coach, a receivers coach, a running backs coach, line coach, and he can fit. He it's like a puzzle. You want that puzzle to fit nice and evenly and have everything fit together instead of everything just being thrown off the wall. So that's how I feel about it. You know, both of you guys got great points. And um, I even walked out the uh, text line here. Um, <laughs> Kit says, guys, come on. <laughs> Look at the difference when Bush took over. Some players that Chenander had, coaches make a difference, Pelini versus Kovtro. Kent, you're exactly right. You know, I, I totally agree with that. However, I'm going to say this. 
it may just sound even um, uh, like I'm being crass here, but get over it. That's our coach. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, if, that's the bottom line. He's going to be the coach, and if Rule think he fit his vision, he wouldn't be here. And the only thing that's going to tell is time. I think it's better to. I think it's safer to judge uh, 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 Riola after this year, and maybe another. Mm-hmm. Maybe after this year coming up, because you're going to have a whole different philosophy, a different scheme, and you know what? You're going to have some different linemen in there too. I just yeah. think this year, I don't think anybody on this text line or anybody listening or watching this would have wanted to be uh, their whole. Um, uh, it's this way through this year's criteria uh, to base their uh, their football IQ and, and comprehension. I mean, you brought into an uh, area you don't know any of these kids. Mm-hmm. Uh, the difference with Bush, Bush did know those kids uh, in some aspects because he was, at least was coaching them on the side. You know, he had some experience there. Uh, him and Mickey, same philosophy um, uh, as far as that goes. On the offensive side, we kind of seen how, and I'm not throwing this guy on the bus by any stretch. But it seemed to me, and I'm just saying my own opinion, it seemed to me there was some friction or so maybe some uh, – that weren't on the same page. And, and Raph's word, there wasn't a lot of cohesion amongst mm-hmm. Whipple and Riola and Mickey. It just seemed like there was not, they were not on the same page. And when you have, um, when you have a disjointed communication, it's going to look like it. And that offensive line looked like it. So to me, and it's hard to be, does it have to improve? Yes. And it's hard to be physical if you're not being physical. Exactly. I, I just also and think. Like, gonna bring it, Raph? Go ahead, Nick. I, I just also think like so. I had one reply to my tweet, and I understand that this is one. This one person doesn't speak for the entire uh, fan base, but they were they commented on, on my tweet like they were they were worried about his ability to recruit, and they don't like how he can't recruit. And I'm sitting here going, we don't even know how he recruits. We we don't. Exactly. Y- you cannot. Here's the. I, I've said this before on the air, and I'll say it again. You can't look at this current recruiting class, I'm telling you, and think it's all Donovan Riola. That Donovan Riola handpicked the offensive line that they recruited. Gunnar Gatula, Gunnar Gatula's been committed since before Donovan Riola took over. Sam Sledge is a legacy guy that that I don't, I'm not sure. Like that's like, and that's nothing against those guys. I just don't know if Donovan Riola was the primary recruiter on those on those recruits. I, I don't. He, he's yeah. involved in it, and obviously he has to sign off on it. I don't know if he Louis. Louis. I I don't know if he took that big of a of a of a of a job in or a priority in those in Louis. Those <laughs> Louis all huskered up today. Man, he's chilling. Here's Louis. He might look like. Hey, Louis. There he goes. What up, Lewis? I'd be like, man. (laughs) (laughs) New fullback, Nebraska Cornhuskers, Louie. Look at the base on that dog. Very sturdy. It's a sturdy fullback right there. Fullback. You know, I'm back. Uh, Nick, to go back to your tech, to go back to your tweet uh, last night, I did look at that. And there was, you know, there was some pushback. And there's been a, a lot of pushback, I mean, all year. Mm-hmm. Regarding Dominic, but to me, I, I I think I would not want to be judged uh, based off of coming in to where I didn't have the groceries. I'm told I have to cook a certain way uh, in a kitchen I'm not familiar with, and I can't go shopping. Yeah. No, you know. So again, I know this is a results business. It's got to be results business. But to me, Raiola is one of those guys on that team, and I see him with my own eyes. 
And I, it doesn't mean because you work harder, you get better either. So, although we say that he's the first turn on the lights, that's great. But turn on the lights also going to mean turning on some results, you know, at the same time too, you know. So uh, to me, though, I really don't have a problem with this. And you know what? Quite honestly, I understand the fans that do. Oh, Because there uh, were yeah. times to yeah. where, yeah, there were times that the ball was snapped and our guards didn't even move, like literally didn't move. Details, AD, details. You know, so, yeah, tell that to hey, tell that to Casey Thompson. Details, details. As he's battling still separated shoulders, so I think he would disagree with the details, details part. You've got to put your hands on somebody. So on that aspect, I see why people are aching and moaning. You know, however, I think you have to look at it from both sides of it and, and understand that I'm, I'm going to believe that Rule gave his best assessment on it. He's not. Let's, let's think about this. As well as Casey Thompson played, as well as our running backs played. At times, we had a good running back room. Look at that. They got rid of Applewhite. Yeah. So, obviously, there was a division there. So, as well as our offense, as well as, as, well as our defense play at times. So, we got rid of Bush. Mm-hmm. Correct. So we got rid of Fisher. So, if you're going to say that, you have to bring it the other way, too, and say, well, he got rid of the guys' positions that were excelling. So, he's not just it, – it, it, he obviously fit his philosophy. felt this guy yep. can vibe with what I'm trying to do. So you have to look at it from both sides of the board. You can't just point out and we'll say, well, Bush is, was doing well. Yeah, Bush was doing well. And look at it. He's no longer there, mm-hmm. unfortunately. Yep. It is the nature of the beast. You never know uh, which coach is going to fit their philosophy. Exactly. You just don't know, man. Yeah. I, I also – it's not even I, I want to push back. I, I just want to kind of like talk about how we're getting a lot of questions on the text line, a lot of thoughts on Twitter I've seen back and forth about how Matt Rule is keeping him only to recruit Dylan. And I, I guess I want to say this. That. I don't I think well, I don't think and I don't want to believe that Matt Rule would run a program that way. And you also have to remember, so Dylan Ryola being a 2024 guy, Nebraska, if there truly is a shot there with to, to flip Dylan Raiola from Ohio State to Nebraska, which I truly believe they're probably in contact, and, and maybe there is some added benefit to Donovan Raiola uh, being on the staff that, that maybe it does add some benefit having a family member. But I don't think Matt Rule would operate his program in that way. They also are taught their top target in the 2024 class, and they made it public who their top 2024 20, uh, product was. Daniel Kalen, the Bellevue West quarterback. Yeah. They made that public. Mm-hmm. Daniel Kalen told reporters that Matt Rule said that he is their top prospect across all of their 2024 guys, that they he is the guy that they want the most next year. And then also, think about, I mean, to, to take a, a, a chance on maybe flipping Dylan Raiola from one of the most winningest programs in the last couple years to one of the least winningest programs in the last couple years. And if Donovan Raiola was a bad offensive line coach or Matt Rule didn't believe in, in Donovan Raiola's yeah, philosophy he, and work ethic, he wouldn't be then, here. You are, then you, he would not be here, and you would be hurting Matt yourself Martin. as a head coach and how you operate your program just on a, on a chance that you get a, a, a single recruit. I, I, I just don't want. I, I don't. I, I don't know if we should entertain that thought as much as we'd like, because there's a good chance that Dylan Raiola does, never flips and never even thinks about Nebraska. But Donovan Raiola is still here, and, and I think that just goes to show that it's the work ethic and the philosophy that Matt Rule hired Donovan Raiola for, and not just to not just to rec- recruit Dylan. But hey, if Dylan comes. 
all of a sudden Donnie becomes the number one recruiter in the country and give him the award. Congratulations. Yeah. Hey, yeah, yeah. Honestly, like that's the thing. And that's a great added bonus. bonus. Like, that is a bonus. great added bonus. But I, I choose to believe that Matt Rule or any coach for that matter is no, is, not at all. Is, is operating under the assessment uh, or the, 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 the judgment of this is the best fit for our current program yep. and what he could develop at that offensive line position. Not, hey, his, his nephew is a quarterback yeah. and a five star, and that's why we're going to hire him. I, I joke about that because I know that there is no way. If Rayola did not fit into Rule's philosophy and what he wants for the Nebraska offense, there's no way he would be here. No matter who who his nephew is, could be John Elway. Did I say that? Yeah, I did. No, but it could it could be. Oh God! But, but he would not he would not be here because you're looking it goes back to the whole puzzle. You want that you want the puzzle that you want the pieces to fit seamlessly. If he did, if 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 Rayola did not fit into to what. Coach Rule once and his staff, he would not be here. No, but but is it a bonus that he does have the number one? One hundred percent, yeah, total. And you got to and, 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 and you'd be crazy not to. Exactly. You've got to you if you have that if you have that connection, use it. Is that the reason why he's here? Not at all. But you definitely can't say. I think it's. Go ahead, bro. Oh no, I was just gonna say, but you definitely can't. You definitely can't say. Well, he's just here to be an offensive line coach. We. We, we, we don't want to speak to his nephew. It's like, no, you definitely want to use that connection. It's about relationships, connections, but at the same time, the royal family is not shallow enough to simply oh, send their kid and your nephew to a school simply because the uncle's there and totally disregard the feelings of the kid who's going to be playing. Yeah. That, to me, I, like I said, that that is such – is relationship there? Yes. But to think he solely got the job based on that to reel him in. Yeah. No. That family's, that like, family's we, a lot deeper. We've, yeah, known, that, we've, that, known, we've known Dominic for years and years. And and yeah. all the time, I, every, every, Dom is probably one of the most, he thinks, he thinks for himself. So I have, mm-hmm. I have no doubt in my mind that he's raised his kids the same exact way. That, that's also really disrespectful to Donovan Riola. Like I, I get, yeah, I, 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 I understand. <laughs> I understand where people are at. Where like, he played at Wisconsin, and then he was the assistant offensive line coach for the Bears, and everybody wants to talk about how bad the Bears' offensive line sucked, and and I, I and how bad Nebraska's offensive line last year was, and, and and stuff like that. But I still think it's it's disrespectful to Donovan Riola to think that he would get a job at this level solely because of his of who his nephew was. Yeah. I, yeah. I just think, um, I mean, because no. like, I think about that. If if I was yeah. in that position, I'd be like, well, damn, I think I'm, I think I'm, I'm qualified enough to be here. Yeah. But they're they're saying that that just because Dylan is a five star, yeah. like if Dylan Raul was a three star, are we talking about it? If he was a four star, <laughs> like, are, are, like, is it is yeah. it solely for the fact that no. it's because he's a five? Like that that's it. He's. But we've also shown we've also shit. seen over the last couple of years that stars. Don't really mean anything once you get to campus. Yeah, and so. I and I look at it too. It's like you, you, you go back and you saw all the coaches that Coach Rule let go, and that he's keeping Rayola. To me, that just, that says to me the type of coach that he is. That he's impressed. You know, a coach that I'm sure they've had some contact with each other. You know, being in the league there for a little while together, they might have crossed paths a little bit. But for him to impress Coach Rule to hire him as the offensive line coach, that that says more to me is like, okay, Coach Rule sees something in this, you know, in this young coach. So I'm excited. I'm excited to see how. It, 
I'm just excited to see an offense that's working together and not just throwing right. stuff off yeah. the wall and going, well, maybe this will work this week. We'll see. So it'll be interesting. we got plenty of time to talk about it. Uh, right now, we'll throw it to break. This is The Drive on 93.7 The Ticket. of households that start the year with Peloton are still active a year later. 92% because of a bike? Not just bikes. We also make treadmills and rowers. Oh, let me guess, for elite athletes only, right? Nope. It doesn't matter if you're an avid exerciser or new to working out. Peloton can help you achieve your fitness goals. 92% stick with it. So can you. Try Peloton bikes, tread or row, risk-free with a 30-day home trial. New members only. Not available in remote locations. See additional terms at onepeloton.com slash home dash trial. This is a 30-second stereo radio for trade school in the Home Depot. Spot code yhtfd 0 RGA0 spot title project planning homeowner 101 so you're ready to tackle a home improvement project on your own let's make a plan take a free workshop from the home depot and get live help from our expert associates whether you're upgrading your kitchen or overhauling your bathroom we'll provide everything you need to get started you'll know what to look for and what to avoid so you can take on any project with confidence Homeowner 101 live stream workshops from the Home Depot. How doers get more done. Register now at homedepot.com slash workshops.